welcome to this week's sermon from C3 Church Narara. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Chris Brown. For more information or to contact us, visit c3church.narara.net. Communism's not great, but there's one little thing, you know. Oh, everyone wear just the same uniform, you know. And anyway, it's the 21st century. Aren't we all meant to be wearing jumpsuits? You know, like when I was young, the Jetsons and every futuristic kind of TV show or cartoon show, everybody ate. Dinner was a pill. Everyone squeaked when they walked. Everything was a flat, shiny surface, and we all wear jumpsuits. You know, all those Star Trek, Lost in Space, everything. It's all... Anyway... Uh, you just didn't watch the right shows. Um, so uh, we enjoyed this grassroots culture where stuff, material things, just w- just wasn't a temptation, wasn't a deal. It was a really refreshing kind of way of doing life. And of course now, 25 years later, most Russians have got the temptations regarding material possessions that we also negotiate um, and they've got to make work on keep the fires burning for the ways of God that they had back in the early 90s and not get sucked into this relentless pursuit and purchasing of things in order to somehow help your self-esteem. Um, I'll just say I, I really appreciate Ruth's dad. You know, he's grown up and lived on the North Shore, successful, you know, and... Uh, and yet he's, he's not materialistic and it's really cool. We were talking last week how he's in this pretty exclusive golf club. But not to show off, it's just that he loves his golf. It's a really nice course and all his mates join that club. So, you know, you go on the waiting list, you get in the club and away you go. And he plays golf every Saturday. And, he, and, and yet he, for many years, the car that Eleanor and Caleb drive is a Holden Vectra, which even when they were brand new, I don't think was considered a real car. I mean, no offence against Holden, but it was a Holden to start with, and of all the Holdens, it's not up there. And uh, and so it's only a year or two ago that they, or maybe two or three years, that they bought it off John, Ruth's father, because that was his car. And it was so funny, because at the golf course, at the golf club, it's the only Holden in the car park. I mean, they're all Beamers or Porsches or Mercedes or McLarens or some fancy-looking thing. And then there's this Holden Vectra in Maroon, you know. And, uh, and he said, in fact, one day he's on the golf course with the three other playing partners and they're all comparing notes about their latest Mercedes. They've all got, oh, I got the SL, I got the TL 500 million, you know. And he just said, uh, look, do you want me to just walk away a little? Am I embarrassing you? Because they knew that, hey, here comes John, his little Holden Vectra, you know. And uh, I think that's so cool, you know, comfortable in, you know, who he is without having to play the game about fancy cars. But of course, if you own a Mercedes, go for it, you know, nothing wrong with that. So um, we're just not defined by what we wear or drive or own, amen? Um, We're just a child of God. And the third issue is about popularity. This says, I am what others think about me. Uh, Because the devil says, the devil took Jesus to Jerusalem, highest point of the temple, said, you're the son of God, then jump off. Because the scriptures say the angels will protect and guard you. They'll hold you up with their hands so you won't even be hurt. You won't even hurt your foot on a stone. So this would be a cool thing to do. And everybody would be impressed. 
Because at this point, no one knew about Jesus. He was a nobody and he could be tempted to think, yeah, I'm kind of worthless because no one knows who I am or what I can get up to. He hadn't been in the public profile. He hadn't been on any TV shows in spite of the fact that his mates had encouraged him to sign on because they said, look, if you get into Jerusalem's Got Talent or Survivor Israel or My Kosher Kitchen Rules, uh, you know, they figured he's going to win any of these. We've seen him cook. We've seen him, you know, do CrossFit and rugby and soccer and whatever. He's always winning. He's unbelievable. Uh, but he didn't, he didn't show off, do any of those. But the devil is tempting him here to show off so people will be attracted you know, you get the attention and the approval of others and he's tempting Jesus to think, yeah, I, I could show who I am. I could jump off this building. <laughs> it's a pretty cool party trick. I could let people watch as I fall and then the angels would just save me before I hit the ground. Ta-da! That, you'd agree, would make you reasonably popular. There'd be quite a few tweets and Instagram posts and all that. And so we can be easily swayed by what others think about us. And our identity can be based on how we accepted or approved or considered by other people. One author puts it this way. Our self-image soars with a compliment and is devastated by a criticism. And it can be that shaky if we're too reliant on other people's opinions. And, uh, and that's why you see people saying, I'm off Facebook, I'm over it, I can't do it anymore. Because they've, they've maybe lent a little too far into the, does everyone like me? Put a thing out there. So, you know, by all means, use it as a great connecting tool. Just don't put your heart out there relying on people to uh, affirm you. And if you don't get enough likes, it's like, oh, my existence is not worth continuing because I only got 24 likes and my friend got 35 and I thought my photo was better. And, you know, uh, and, and, you know, Jesus, he didn't need to perform for the devil. He didn't care about what people thought about him. He knew who he was. He was loved by the Father. He's called to do what he had to do, follow his mission, regardless of others' approval. He was the same person in public and in private. And we can do the same. We should connect with people, love people. We can learn from people, listen to people. We can be humble in front of people. But we're still not relying completely yeah, on their approval or opinion just for our self-worth. And, of course, that whole, that whole issue relates to comparison to other people, you know. Oh, comparing myself to someone else. Uh, we haven't got time to explore that, but uh, I've enjoyed reading um, Jordan Peterson's book, 12 Rules for Living. And he's a you know, very popular guy at the moment. And it, one of the, his rules is compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. And then he unpacks that carefully, philosophically, uh, and uh, is you know got some theological support for his argument. And um, yeah, so so let's figure out who we are, not on the basis of your performance, your possessions, or your popularity. So let's follow the identity and the model that Jesus set for us. It's our position in God's family. Amen. You're a child of God. God loves you. And he sent Jesus for you. And God says who you are. He says, you are loved. You are my child. You're my chosen one. You're the apple of my eye. And so we all have a choice. And I encourage you to make the choice to believe God's truth rather than the devil's lies and live from that truth. Amen. Let's pray.
hope you've enjoyed this week's sermon. For more information or to contact us, visit c3church.narara.net.